And we apparently are live. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned into Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast, a place where each trading day you can get at least five trading ideas for your morning, probably for the rest of your day. If it's kind of like later in the week like it is today on a Thursday, probably for the rest of the week. Today is Thursday, January 12th, 2023. I'm having a pretty nice morning. I just went and took the garbage out, got a little fresh air. How's your morning going, Mike? Nice. It's a good morning. It is a uh, whoa. It's it's very suddenly snowing very hard right outside whoa. my window. So so we'll see what happens later in the day. If, uh... You're gonna get snowed. And did you not know that there was snow coming to the, no, to I, the New I, England I region? Not expect this. This is fun. A good old fashioned. New England snowstorm. Yeah. Nothing like it. I've never experienced one because I've never visited up there, but I would love to come visit Beantown pretty yeah. soon. Here. You got to get over here, man. Yeah, for sure. All right, folks, let's get kicked off with our list. We're going to give you a real quick preview of our list for today, and then we're going to jump into uh, our list real quick before a list. Let's really quickly get to our CPI numbers, folks. Pretty important data point here for uh, the month. These are the December reading. Remember that a lot of these data points that are moving markets are always going to be like a month or two lagging. And when we have our inflation numbers, that's CPI and PPI, the consumer side and the producer side, focus on your core readings. You're going to want to look at the data all of these data points that are coming out attached to these inflation numbers. But I would say focus on the core reading. The core reading excludes uh, food and energy prices, which can tend to get a little bit more volatile. Yes, you want to know about how food and energy prices are moving around. But a lot of times investors and economists will take out those numbers to get a little bit of a smoother reading. So our core CPI reading on a month-over-month basis, that's from November to December, up three-tenths of a percent. That was right in line. Our core reading on a year-over-year basis, that's from December 2021 to December 2022, up 5.7%. That was also right in line. Our Non-core readings, the base reading for month over month was actually down a tenth of a percent. One of the first times in a little while that this month over month reading has gone a little bit lower at minus 0.1%. And then our year over year reading was 6.5%. 6.5% was right in line on the year over year reading. The month over month reading down a tenth of a percent was actually lighter than expected. Economists were looking for that number to be flat on a month over month basis. Markets were rallying last night heading into this number. And when the number came out, we did see a little bit of profit taking. Market was holding on to gains up until, I don't know, about a few minutes ago. Now we're kind of starting to sell off as the market has opened. S&P 500 down about a tenth of a percent here. Your quick little CPI update. I'm sure y'all were in, in we're tuned into that number anyways, but it's nice to get you a quick little update here. Another, another little perspective. Why not? All right, folks, our Mike, did you want to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, that's a great, whenever there's a big catalyst for the day, you know, this is going to be affecting all five of our stocks to watch in different and unique ways. So good point. always a good idea to stay, 
staying on top of the big catalysts as well. Love it. Love it. All right, folks, our stocks to watch list for today. We got five good ideas for you. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, the earnings season is just around the corner. You're going to be getting updates from the thousands of companies that have publicly traded stocks about how their last quarter, that's going to be the fourth quarter for most companies, went. And our first stock to watch here for the day is an earnings play. We're going to have another one a little bit later in the list for you. Delta Air, D-A-L, is our first stock to watch for the day. Pfizer is number two. That's ticker P-F-E. Citigroup, our next earnings play, ticker C. Stock to watch number four is Roblox, R-B-L-X. And our last stock to watch for the day is Monster Beverage, M-N-S-T. Mike, could you please get us started with our awesome list for the day and let us know what's going on with Delta. Let's do it, Brenty. Delta Airlines, ticker D-A-L. Uh, fourth quarter earnings season is on the cusp of kicking off, like we said. And Delta will be the first airline to be reporting their quarterly results on Friday morning. And Delta, you know, watch for some interesting commentary. We've seen that they've they've done a little bit better since uh, since the Southwest problems. Sure. So an interesting kind of inverse play there on some of the other weird things. The whole FAA scare with uh, grounding some domestic flights was an interesting thing, but that seemed to be resolved very quickly. So nothing too too crazy going on. Um, they're up a little bit, maybe on the economic news and maybe as a uh, expectation for some good news on earnings. And then uh, <clears throat> next week, the airline earnings season continuing to roll. We're going to have United ticker UAL on Tuesday of next week, and then American Air ticker AAL on Thursday of next week. The big banks, which kind of have traditionally kicked off the earnings season over the last few years, kind of have maybe taken a little bit of a backseat to airlines. I don't think necessarily because of like COVID or anything like that, but you know, these, these schedules for earnings, they kind of just shift around. Alcoa had always been, ticker AA had always been the company that had kicked off the earnings season. Not really the case, you know, up to over the last 10 years or so, the big bank companies have kicked off the earnings season. Now um, airliners are kind of like starting to kick off the earnings season a little bit. Let's go on to our next stock. It's Pfizer PFE. So some focus on the diabetes space. Uh, here today, a company, Oramed Pharma, it's ticker ORMP. This company had a uh, type 2, an oral type 2 diabetes drug candidate in a phase 3 trial. Phase 3 is most of the time the last trial that a pharma or a biotech company is going to need to do for a drug candidate. Oramed came out with some news today, said that their type 2 diabetes treatment in phase three trial failed to meet its primary endpoint and they are going to discontinue this trialing for this type two diabetes. Sometimes companies will be able to go back, make some changes to their drug candidate, make some changes to the way the trial is set up and potentially get this thing pushed through. Oramed said that is not the case. We are going to discontinue uh, this trialing here. Shares in the pre-market session were down about 70% on Oramed. I haven't really looked at the stock since the market opened. Pfizer is a little bit of a peer play here in the diabetes space. They currently have a oral type 2 diabetes treatment in phase 2 trialing. And like, you know, Pfizer isn't going to be really a competitor to this company Oramed, but 
we are getting some attention on the diabetes space today. I went and looked at, you know, kind of the specifics of this Oramed drug candidate. And I looked around at a couple other companies that currently have oral type 2 diabetes treatments in the pipeline. And Pfizer was kind of the one that uh, initially kind of like struck a chord with me. Wanted to, you know, pick out at least one of those names. Sanofi has another, that's ticker SNY. They have another uh, type 2 diabetes candidate. But, you know, Pfizer was kind of the one that I wanted to pick out here today. And it's always the, I mean, just a few days ago, we were talking about uh, a company that, you know, failed to meet a primary endpoint, but decided to kind of shift things around and take another look at it. But it's always scary when you see that kind of uh, that gap there between price on that or a med chart. That's, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's uh, not not great if you're holding. If you're shorting it, sure. Um, but always, yeah, that's that's uh, big news. And that's interesting in the I feel like in the in the space that it's that they just decided to to close up shop. Uh, definitely when the when the costs are you know higher than the potential benefit of keeping this thing going i mean it's you know especially unfortunately for you know uh patients i mean this this is tough this is it's the tough decision that you got to make moving on to stock to watch number three we've got Citigroup talking about the banks like we're talking about earlier and the big banks will be reporting quarterly results on friday of this week we got jp morgan Bank of America and Wells Fargo are also going to be reporting quarterly results on Friday. And like Brenty was just saying, they're, they're the ones who are, uh, are kicking it off almost. Not quite with the uh, the airlines flying in there as well. Oh, but, but we got the banks and and up uh, up a little bit this morning as well. That's uh, the bank stocks. You know, the, I feel like these are always the big American bank stocks are always interesting ones to watch whenever financial data comes out because they're so so directly affected by inflation by interest rates uh, just to keep these on your radar whether you're invested or not it's always good to be watching the, the banking sector absolutely mike especially with the inflation data i think your big banks are kind of like your go-to and then keep in mind folks we're going to have uh morgan stanley ticker ms and goldman sachs ticker gs early next week to continue and actually round out the big bank earnings season there's six big banks we just mentioned all of them right there and you know for the same reasons that you watch the big banks for these big economic data points you watch the big banks big bank earnings to see how both consumers and institutions were going to tap banks at the end of last quarter so you know whether you're a big bank investor or not how these companies performed to end last quarter is going to be important for the overall economy Stock to watch number four is Roblox RBLX, a stock that we talk about relatively frequently on the podcast and a specific data point that we talk about pretty frequently. And I was kind of asking Mike before we were recording, like, hey, do you think the audience is sick of hearing about Roblox and sick of hearing about this data point? And, you know, the, the bottom line is that when there are upcoming news catalysts that we can get ahead of, in companies that have volatility and companies that have a lot of investor focus, we should be getting these on your radar. Maybe you're not a trader in Roblox, uh, maybe, but you want to just have these on your radar because, you know, we don't want you to be caught off guard if you are an investor in Roblox or you're looking to trade 
Roblox. We just don't want you next week when a data point comes out or maybe tomorrow when a data point comes up. We don't want you to be caught off guard and going like, oh, wow, I wish I would have known that there was a potential to see some volatility in a name like Roblox. Companies going to be reporting their monthly users data over the next couple of days, probably either tomorrow or early next week. How we know this, we can look back historically and make a call as to how when in the month Roblox has historically reported their user figures. Their user figures pretty obviously being one of the more important data points for a company like Roblox. They have historically reported their user data around the 15th of each month. They don't do it super consistently each, each month. When I looked back in Benzinga Pro to look to see when this data point came out, there was like one month that it had come out on like the 13th. There was one month that it came out on like the 17th, but for the most part, it's usually out around like the 14th, 15th, or 16th. This is absolutely a news item that is going to move shares of Roblox when we see this number come out. And I was like, like, uh, like you were saying, Brenty, I, I, I was like, no, like I love, I love hearing about these, these specific data points because they're, they're so valuable. If, even if you just want to learn a little bit about what drives different types of companies in different industries like like you said that that users um is so so crucial for a, a gaming company like this because as soon as mm -hmm. you start losing users in droves it's generally pointing to, to possible bigger problems you said it and and that that's what we've been kind of seeing with roblox right over the last couple months we've been seeing some you know yes growth but not growth at the same pace that it has been and shares have reacted negatively to that Stock to watch number five is Monster Beverage, ticker MNST. And the company will be hosting a investor meeting slash business update on Tuesday of next week. And the webcast is going to begin at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. And this is, I feel like we haven't talked about uh, Monster Beverage before on the show. This is one of the, one of the big brands that uh, hasn't, hasn't got, but it's an interesting, uh, interesting one to be looking at. The beverage space you know, Red Bull and Monster and all of the other newer uh, energy drinks that have come out, that whole market is such a uh, defined by a lot of consumer preference, but a lot of sure. a lot of loyalty. Like people love yeah. their monsters and they they drink them and they keep buying them. And, and these companies do pretty darn well. So it'll be really interesting to watch what their business update is going to be, whether you whether you're invested, whether you're trading, or whether you just drink an occasional monster, it's a, it's mm -hmm. certainly one to watch. Well, it's it's funny though the way that you said it, Mike, and I I I absolutely feel you on this. You know, you said kind of like these new beverage companies, and and to me it is, but these companies have turned into staples, 100, percent right? I mean, you know, people need their monster sometimes, and people need their Red Bull sometimes. Um, with the webcast happening at 4:30 p.m., uh, you can tune in live to to the webcast and like get any information that Monster is going to give us. Uh, not everyone tunes into these events, though. Understand that, folks. When you know a company issues some material information via a press release or an SEC filing, that hits the public at the same time. And the stock will react as such. When information is coming out of a conference, like we were talking about earlier this week, or a webcast, not everybody is tuned into those things. And so that information can really kind of like trickle out. With this webcast being at 4.30 p.m., 
you know, you might get a little bit of volatility uh, around 4.30 p.m. You might get a little bit of volatility around 4.45 p.m. If the company is saying something, what will happen a lot of times is companies will issue press releases following the conclusion of something like an investor meeting slash business update. And that can be kind of when like the role of a lot of investors comes into the market and starts creating some price action. So, you know, if I had to guess, uh, I'm going to guess this webcast is going to last about an hour or an hour and a half. You could be standing by to see a press release out of Monster summarizing what they talked about at about 5.30 p.m. Eastern time, maybe about 6 p.m. Eastern time, because that's going to be later in the day as far as the news cycle goes. Maybe Monster won't issue their press release until the next morning. So just something something to keep in mind. Maybe that won't be, you know, maybe that information won't be kind of like widely disclosed until like Wednesday morning. Either way, this is going to be something that we want to get on your radar. We don't, again, same with Roblox. We don't want you caught off guard. Uh, if there is volatility, you know why. If there isn't volatility, you go, okay, they just didn't say anything material and I'm not going to be able to trade the stock today. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today on this Thursday. Hope everyone enjoyed the info. Hope you got some good knowledge out of what we were talking about today. We will, of course, be back tomorrow with Friday's edition of Benzinga's Daily Socks Watch podcast. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Happy Thursday, everyone. Catch you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.